Learn from the greatest marketing minds in business, media, and entertainment. This is Marketing Legends. Here's your host, Matt Lights. Welcome back, my friend, and we've got a very special episode. This is becoming a little tradition here. We've just wrapped up season two, and wow, what a season it was. So what we're going to do is we're actually going to do a recap episode and go back and just give a little nugget, a little flavor from each of the episodes in season two. And I'm so excited because the very first episode in the season was none other than the legendary Brian Tracy. And you know that Brian Tracy is going to bring some wisdom and boy, did he ever. And of all the things that I asked Brian about, I, I really went in and I said, you know, how much of marketing is about tactics and how much of about it is really understanding the psychology of individuals? And what came out of that was understanding that so little of marketing is the specifics, you know, in terms of, you know, hey, am I going to market on Facebook? Am I going to market on Instagram or YouTube? And it's so much more about getting into the psychology of what people need to hear. Number one, finding some sort of kind of trigger, something to short circuit their pattern, something that it makes you clearly different than your competitors. Nobody else in the world does it like you. And you need to get that point across within seconds. And then once you've got their attention, what you need to do is go from their brain and make the shift to the heart and really get a connection. Because when you've made that connection, both in the brain and the heart, you've got someone right where you need them. And no matter what you sell and no matter how much you sell it for, you can make the sale. Episode two of this season was my good friend, Marisa Murgatroyd. And Marisa is such a smart marketer, if you didn't catch that episode. And one of the very favorite things that she talked about was getting out of the stuck cycle because we've all been there. We kind of get in this mode where we're just not making real progress. You have an idea, then you overanalyze that idea, and then you get anxiety and procrastination because you're thinking too darn much. And the end result is you never really get to that next stage. So what she recommend doing, if you get in that point where you kind of feel stuck, right? You're not really making the progress that you want. What you need to do is break the cycle immediately because at the end of the day, you're either spiraling up or you're spiraling down. So you got to understand that your momentum is not going where you want and you need to just take the first step because when you take that first step, even if it's not right, even if it's ugly, even if it's sloppy, it doesn't matter because the first step will lead to the second step, which will then lead to the next one. Because the bottom line is you have no idea what's going to lead to that marketing breakthrough, but you're not going to find out unless you give yourself the chance. So identify where your momentum is and then do whatever you got to do to take immediate action to get yourself unstuck. The third episode of the season was an extremely, extremely special one to me. It was my dear friend, the co-founder of my company, Bot Builders, Nick Frashan. And when Nick got on, I mean, we just had a wonderful conversation about, you know, what does it take? Because Nick has now worked with thousands of our clients. And one of the things that he talks so well about is understanding how to take your passion and meeting it with opportunity. Because I'll tell you firsthand, just working on passion does not work. I've lost hundreds of thousands of dollars following a passion. You've got to find something that takes that passion, but also intersects it with a serious opportunity, something that's a trend, somewhere that there's a demand, somewhere that there's an unfilled need. And when you can find that thing that has kind of an itch to scratch, right? 
And that thing that gets you excited and you put those two together, that's where you're going to find your true momentum and that's where you're going to find your breakthrough. And remember that in business, business growth, from my experience, is never a straight line. It's much more of this kind of up a little bit, down a little bit, sideways, down, up a little bit. And then if you stick in the game long enough, boom, you can find your breakthrough. It's happened to me so many times. It's happened to people all around the world, but you got to give yourself the time to make it happen. Episode four was one that to me was a, a real honor. I got to interview the great John Carlton, who's one of the greatest, if not the greatest living copywriter. Um, and this is somebody that I'd studied for many, many, many years. And when I studied John, a lot of it was very kind of scientific copywriting, like knowing what to put where. But really what struck me about this episode was that, yes, there was some tremendous nuggets of information given about, oh, hey, how do you write a good headline and how do you keep people's attention? But the thing that really struck me about talking with John is that he said, hey, no matter what tactics you know, no matter what strategies you know, there's never going to be a substitute for real life experience, right? You can write the coolest things in the world, but if you've never been there, right? If you've never had that crazy experience hitchhiking in Mexico or that time that you lost hundreds of thousands of dollars following this crazy business idea, if you don't have those real life experiences, it becomes real tough to relate to people. And I can tell you this from experience, there is nothing to make connection with people than a story. And the bottom line is you can never make up a story. So while you're working hard to grow your business and learn marketing, at the end of the day, you still got to go out and live. All right, the fifth episode in season two was Jason Pfeiffer, who is the editor-in-chief of Entrepreneur Magazine, which was a very exciting one for me because that was always a goal is to get into Entrepreneur Magazine and to be able to have the editor-in-chief on was definitely pretty cool. Uh, a couple big takeaways from this one. Um, Jason said, you know, really one of the biggest things that he had ever learned was being okay with giving something up. And uh, one of the quotes that he said is, you can't stand on every piece of ground forever. Sometimes you've got to give up some ground to stand on better, greener grass. Here's the thing. If there's one thing that I've been guilty of, it's been holding on to things for too long. And I think a lot of this probably stems from, you know, when we're kids, we learn the never give up sort of mentality. But in business, there are times where you should give up, not only for your own good, but also for your team, for the people that are around you. Because I'll give you a perfect example. Uh, I had a company called BoardGames.com. It was an area of passion. And the thing is, is I just let my ego get in the way for so long. I thought, you know, I can't be a failure with this. You know, everybody knows that, you know, I'm the board game guy and I really just got this attachment and I was frankly just afraid to be a failure. And because of that, I just let it go for far too long, ended up burning almost $200,000 and more importantly, missed out on all sorts of opportunities and created all sorts of heartache for those people around me. So sometimes you've got to learn to give up something good in order to be able to get something better. And I'll tell you that within weeks of making the decision to finally let that venture go, we found a new company that within the first 30 days, we made more profit than we did the entire time with boardgames.com. 
And one more thing I actually took away from Jason, a completely other point that I, that I think is worth noting. Um, we had a great conversation about the, the power of coming across as relatable in marketing. And here's what I mean by that. For some reason, and maybe it's just because we've got this Instagram culture, everyone has kind of got this feeling where, oh, I've got to look good. You know, it's all about looking good. And the reality of it is trying to look good. Yes, that's going to appeal to some people. Some people like the flash, but the majority of people could care less. And in fact, the thing that in my experience attracts a lot more people is not looking good, but is being willing to look bad, to be vulnerable. Because the end of the day, people really don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. And when you actually just show your flaws, it means, hey, this is somebody that I can relate to. And then when you do share your successes, it then inspires them and makes them realize, hey, this person failed just like I did. This person's got problems just like I do. And look at them now, then you've got them on your side. Then they're going to follow you anywhere that you want to go. All right. Number six was another legend, Mr. John Asaraf, somebody who I'm now really delighted to be able to call a friend. John, is, as you know, uh, was one of the people featured on The Secret. I mean, he's just been in this industry for, for many years. And I love that John comes from an entirely new perspective. He gets deep, like neuroscience deep into this stuff. So we had a great conversation just about you know, what are the things that hold people back? You know, their fears, their limiting beliefs. And one of the things that really struck me from that conversation was that people have a tendency, and this is me included, to, to have this sort of feeling of, of not good enough, right? To, to set out these big goals. You know, for example, one of our goals is to hit $100 million in sales. I have self-doubt in these conversations with myself all the time of like, can you really do that? you know, are you good enough? So this concept of, you know, my goals are bigger than me is one of those things that holds people back. So what you've got to do is, you know, this is the reality of it is, you know, am I a hundred million dollar entrepreneur yet? No, of course not. If I was, I would already be there, but I'm never going to be able to get there until I can look at that number and go, you know what? Even if I'm not there today, I have the capability and the only thing that's going to stop me is the work that I put in and I fully believe in my heart that when I put in the work that's needed, when I deserve it, that it's going to be delivered to me. So stop thinking that your goals are bigger than you are and realize that even if you're not there yet, you absolutely can be as long as you do whatever it takes to get there. And the other thing that I really loved about the episode with John is you know, a lot of the, the, the psychology that we talked about was really about how to you know speak directly to your prospects and get them to take action. But a lot of what we talked about was how to get them to take action, how to talk to themselves. And what John calls it, he calls it Goya, right? Get off your, you know what, right? Your ass. We can say ass on here. I guess this is my podcast. And the, the reality of it is, is that you know, all these these strategies, all the psychology, all that stuff, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter if you're not willing to get up, right? You need to get to the point where your musts, those things that you have to do, outweigh your why nots. And that's a, that's a John original right now, right? You've got all this list of why not and all these excuses that pop up. And you just got to program yourself to where you can get to where, hey, my why nots or my excuses are much, much smaller. They feel so minuscule to those things that are, there that are the must, those things that I just got to do. I got to get up and I got to make it happen. 
Episode seven, a good friend of mine, Glenn Krieger. And I, I brought Glenn on the show, first of all, because he's brilliant. Second of all, because he's the absolute master of an industry, of the orthodontist industry. He's created an amazing event. I had the opportunity to speak at it. We've done some business together. Uh, the first thing that really I, I recall about this, this uh, episode was Glenn just really talked a lot about giving first and getting second and this sort of instant gratification that so many people, so many entrepreneurs feel. I mean, Glenn went out and literally built a Facebook group with absolutely no intention of monetizing it. And because of that, all he did is he gave and he gave and he gave and he provided value. And now I just got back from speaking at one of Glenn's events. I mean, this is a multi-million dollar event, by far the, the premier event in an entire industry. And it all came down to recognizing that the instant gratification, even though it's fast, it can come in at expense because when you're, whether it's a relationship or an advertising strategy or whatever it is, when you immediately kind of go for that, uh, that instant kill for the sale, rather than sort of the slow game, a lot of times what you do is you push people away, right? You got to, you got to date before you can get married and recognize that when you do sort of have a little bit of instant gratification sometimes, the payoff can be much, much, much bigger. Now, all your strategies are going to be different depending on what you do, but just realize that, you know, most people, especially in business, don't start out by making a ton of money out of the gates. In fact, you know, it took me well over two years to make my first dollar in business. So regardless of where you are, recognize that as long as you're going in the right direction, as long as you're showing up every single day, and as long as you're giving back, right? You're doing it not because you want to make money right away, but you recognize that there's a group of people that could use your help. And you, and you fully believe, like deep down, 100% believe that when you create value, when you create that impact first, then the income will come later. Don't let instant gratification get in the way of you building something special, right? And the last point that Glenn made that I wanted to bring up here is the importance of just investing into yourself. And I feel like this is one that, you know, maybe seems self-explanatory, but the reality of it is, those people that are highly successful, like the Glens and the people you know that I have on the show, I can tell you right now that I invest uh, an obscene amount of money in uh, personal development, in business growth, in any kind of program, whether it's masterminds, coaching, you name it. And I do this because, you know, look, have there been times where I've bought courses and done things and it hasn't paid off? Absolutely. But I'll tell you, of all the investments that I've ever made, right? Even cryptocurrency in its prime, there's never been anything that I've put money into and gotten more money out than the personal development, than the things to actually make myself better, make my business better. So I think that's one of those things that, you know, people kind of, yeah, I know I'm supposed to invest in myself, but the question is, are you doing it? Are you doing it consistently? I spent over $20,000 in the last 30 days alone making these kind of improvements in all areas of my life because I know that those are investments that are not only going to pay off in the short term, they're going to pay off in the long term and really pay off for the rest of my life. And the final episode of the season, the amazing Gloria Mayfield Banks. This is someone that just lights me up every time that I see her. And uh, we got some great conversations going. And one of the things I thought was really interesting is, is the topic of fake it until you make it came up. 
And for me, I've just kind of swore this off. I mean, I remember being young in business and trying to, you know, kind of act a little bit cooler than I was. And I just, you know, was at a point where I'm like, man, fake it till you make it is just inauthentic. And Gloria really opened me up to think about this differently. And her perspective on it was fake it till you make it doesn't have to be about trying to like put on this facade and impress other people. The more powerful use of fake it till you make it is really faking yourself into believing it and really imagining yourself as somebody bigger than you currently are so that you're not seeing yourself play small because the reality of it is most people see themselves as even something smaller than they really are. But when you're around somebody inspirational, they're always thinking bigger. They're thinking, well, why couldn't I be the richest man in the world? There's no reason why I couldn't start my own business. And when you start faking it till you make it in your own eyes and imagining that picture of somebody bigger and better and badder than yourself and knowing that it's just a matter of time until you get there, as long as you hold on to that vision, then there's certainly nothing inauthentic about that. In fact, that's the only way that powerful people truly ever get there is to see themselves as if and then manifesting that into reality. And the last thing from Gloria's discussion that I want to share is that in her business, she used to be in Mary Kay and she's everybody else. She made this audacious goal to become number one in the company. And I, I asked her, I mean, you got to understand there's millions of representatives, millions of representatives in this company. And she was number one, not number two. She was number one for years. So I said, hey, Gloria, how in the heck did you do that? Right. And, and her answer uh, just totally jives 100% with the way that I feel. And that's that having a goal is great, right? You have a goal, wonderful. Here is how you make sure that you actually hit that goal. Because the reality, if your goal is just sitting in a notebook, it's just, you're not going to hit it. I've been there many times over the years. When I started hitting goals is when I would actually make them known, like audaciously, like, hey, look, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to be number one in this. I'm going to lose 20 pounds. I'm going to do this. You got to take what's in you, what's exciting you, that vision, that goal, and you have to tell everybody you know, right? If there's ever a use of social media that's going to be powerful, it would be to create a goal. Now, here's the deal. Are you going to get flack? Are you going to get haters? Are you going to get doubters? Yep. Yes, you are. But once you make it public, now you've got this drive of, oh man, I got to make this happen. I got no choice but to make it happen. And if you get haters, you're lucky because those haters, right? That doubt from other people, you don't let that hold you down. You use that as your fuel. You use it as your drive. You say, yep, guess what? I'm going to show you. And now your goals have become that much more real because they've already manifested themselves to the point where you're thinking about them. Somebody else is thinking about them. And now if you don't want to look bad, you're going to do whatever the heck you got to do to make it a reality. With that said, hopefully you got a little bit of value, a few nuggets that you plucked out of there. If you missed any of those episodes, obviously I invite you to go back and listen to them. Um, if you are enjoying this podcast, I, this is, I'm not even like saying, hey, it would be cool. I'm saying, hey, we're trying to get the word out about this thing. This is a unique podcast, in my opinion, out there in the marketing world. We're not going deep. Yeah, we always learn some, some tips and tactics, but I really want to get at the heart of what is marketing all about. What is the, the you need to get deep in your understanding, both in your brain 
and in your heart so that you can find what's inside of you. Because at the end of the day, marketing is about being real and making connections with people. And that's really what we want to get to here at Marketing Legends. So if you know anybody that would give value from this, whether they're in marketing or they're in business or heck, they could just use a little bit of inspiration, please do go ahead and share this episode with them. And if you're willing to take a minute and you happen to use Apple Podcasts, we would love a review. Unless it's a one star, then please don't. But honestly, like the review would mean the world. We're just getting going. So all the support that we can get is greatly, greatly appreciated. And speaking of support, probably my favorite part of the Marketing Legends podcast is that we do this ad free and we do it to raise money for charity. So every single guest that was on here came on to support their favorite charity. So all money that we've made, including I make a donation, our companies make a donation every single time we have a guest, we actually lose money on this podcast because we believe in making a difference. Our mantra around here is go big, give back. So if you want to go big and you want to give back, what you should do right now is go to marketinglegends.com slash Matt. Again, marketinglegends.com slash Matt. You're going to get over $500 in, in bonuses and you're going to make a donation of as little as $1, just a buck. And 100% of the money is going to go to our favorite charity, to the Special Olympics. So again, if you go to marketinglegends.com slash Matt, you're going to get a huge bonus package. You're going to help the Special Olympics. And just as importantly, you're going to help yourself because when you can learn to go out and get your message to the world, when you can make more impact you can make more income. You've got it in you. I believe in you. And hopefully we'll see you around for season three. Thank you so much for listening. And we'll talk soon. This has been Marketing Legends. Go big. Give back. Be legendary. <laughs>